welcome to today's episode of Harry Potter Shipcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about a couple I didn't actually hear about until recently. Voldemort himself and Professor Quirrell. Before starting the interview, I actually don't see this as a bad ship. It's just one I haven't really seen before. I don't think it's the best ship either, because it sort of wrecks the whole plot if Voldemort can love then none of it would have happened. None of the books would have happened at all. But I do think they could be a good couple. If you haven't heard of it either, I believe it originates from a theatrical production called A Very Potter Musical. I may be wrong with any of these facts, but I'm about to speak forth to you. I don't claim to be an expert. I've never seen it. It's on my to-do list. I'm sorry if I get any of the facts wrong in the next few moments. Like I was saying, I think Voldemort and Quirrell's relationship is like the main plot of it or something. And then Harry Potter is kind of a sub plot. I haven't seen it. I don't really know much about it, as you can probably tell. I think my interviewee might talk to us about that because she's watched it and she's a huge fan. Before we start the actual interview, I'm going to tell you more about my opinion on the ship. Quirrell is, well, he's so devoted to Voldemort that he has given up essentially his body to let Voldemort grow as a parasite on him. I think that's some serious faithfulness but whether that faithfulness is out of fear or just pure devotion I'm not sure. With that said I'm going to start the interview. Welcome how does it feel to be on the podcast? Hi! Um, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty nervous as well. So. Oh, there's no need to be nervous. I'm friendly. <laughs> um, so the ship is Quirrell and Voldemort, am I right? Yes, it's a great ship. Okay, what is the main reason why you <laughs> ship them? Because I haven't actually seen this one before. Okay, so um, I think it's it's really cute, and in especially in the musicals, they're like really cute, and Quirrell makes like Voldemort more human and it's I mean it's it's because in the books the main reason why Harry is able to defeat Voldemort is because Voldemort can't love and so the ship wouldn't really work but I just think it's just cute anyways fair enough um what did you say the the play was called the theater theatrical production thing um it's a very Potter musical okay I will watch that You've sent me a link. I haven't got around to it yet. <laughs> yes, um, but yes. I will. I promise. <laughs> may, it may take a few years, but I will get there. I will. Yeah, mm-hmm, hopefully. Because it's a great ship. It is. And a great musical. Mm. I mean, okay, so my opinion on the ship, I don't think mm-hmm. it's a bad ship, actually. <laughs> because I think <laughs> Quirrell would do a lot for Voldemort. I think... They actually could be quite compatible. I see them working. It's a strange ship because, I mean, it's it's not really like book canon. It's more of like the way Quirrell is in the musical. And so it's slightly, it's it's not really a book canon ship because I don't ship book Quirrell with Voldemort. He's just sort of no one in the books. I see. Okay, that's interesting. So how do you feel that J.K. Rowling never gave them a partner? I mean, I think it makes sense, because they're both evil. Um, technically, uh, I mean, there's hints of 
Bellatrix with Voldemort. And I used to ship that until Cursed Child came out, and then I was just like, okay, I'm determined to hate this ship now. Oh, I haven't actually <laughs> read The Cursed Child yet. Um, Don't, don't, it's it's bad, it's bad, don't. Oh, okay. Don't. I was it's, I, it's, yeah, carry on. It's just, it's not very good, it's... It's fan fiction, and I like fan fiction. It's just when it's taken seriously. Like, I wouldn't mind if it was just... Cursed Child was just a fan fiction um, that wasn't specified as canon, but because J.K. Rowling has said, this is the eighth book, it just makes me hate it. Fair enough. I, I don't blame you on that, actually. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you how you feel about um, Voldemort and Bellatrix, but I think you've already answered that, so... I mean, it's it's not that like it's not that it's a bad ship. Um, it makes sense. It's just I feel like I'm biased towards it because of Cursed Child, but I feel like it is a fair ship. Okay. So, do you think that Quirrell's personality? I know you don't really see him very much, and Voldemort's personality mix quite well. The main thing is that they both have very similar goals, which sort of puts them quite close together. But, I mean, Quirrell doesn't really have a characterization in the books. He's just, he's kind of nervous, but then we figure out that's just, like, acting. Um, So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to say, but I would say, from the musical, I would definitely say that they, they're, they're very cute together, and I'd say their personalities mix yeah, okay. Um, so what aspect of the new ship um, would be the most compatible? Oh, uh, I think it's just the fact that they make each other more human. Because um, obviously uh, Voldemort is evil. Um, so it's... Yeah, they. It, it's like they, they, they're right for... I, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's like they, they make complete each, each other, other more tame. Okay. What do you think the two in the ship would argue about the most? Oh, okay. So, in the musical, Voldemort is a neat freak, and he gets really mad when Krill just leaves, like, these like robes around. And mm-hmm. I think they'd definitely argue about that the most. I think they would, actually. I haven't seen it again, um, as I say. <laughs> but I, I, I can imagine Voldemort being a, a huge perfectionist. Yeah, he would totally be a neat freak. Uh, I I like that. Um, so sort of moving away from the ship now, what character do you think that you identify with the most from the whole Harry Potter series? Uh, probably Hermione because I feel like I really enjoy school. Mhm. Yeah, and I think you um, you're very hardworking as well. I would say you're quite ambitious as well, and I think you all. <laughs> You are very Hermione. Um, what house are you in, just out of interest? Um, I haven't actually ever taken the like proper quiz, but I identify as a Ravenclaw. Who do you ship yourself with? <laughs> okay, I think probably Katie Bell, because I feel like we don't get to know a lot about her, but she's she seems like this really cool kind of person. I feel like I'd, mm. I feel like I'd like her. She's also portrayed as quite humble, I think, um, in the moments in the book, especially that you do see her. Yeah. I can definitely see with her, actually. Um, Yeah, I think that'd be really cute. Okay, the question I've been waiting for. Who do you think I'd be good with? There's no correct answer. I won't be offended. Okay. 
So you're quite like a very confident person. So I feel like someone sort of kind of, like not shy, but like sort of that's quiet. Um, we don't really know that many quiet people. I'd say Terry Boot, but we don't actually know much about him. So <laughs> I don't know. I would imagine him as like this kind of small boy with like round glasses, like Harry. I it's I don't. I, this is just how I imagine him, and I feel like I mean, because you're quite confident, and then he seems like this really quiet person. So I feel like you'd go quite well together. That's nice. I imagine him actually as like a boy with not long hair, but not very well. Cut, not very recently cut hair. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, totally. caramel brown, maybe. Um, that's how mm-hmm. I picture him with freckles, yeah. probably as well. Oh yes. Yeah, and like quite nerdy teeth as well. That's how I imagine. <laughs> him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But we all know I, I fall for ugly people anyway, so it'd be fine. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just roosting my crushes here. It's not. It's not good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So who do you think your best friend would be if you went to Hogwarts? Uh, Luna. Lots of people say they drive her crazy, but I think, at, especially at the end of fifth book, she's she seems like a really good therapist. And mm-hmm. after Harry talks to her, he like feels so much better. So I feel like Luna would be just a really nice person to hang out with. And I think I'd find... Because I really don't care if she makes me look weird. I feel like I really wouldn't care about that. Mm. So I feel like I'd be good friends with her. Yeah, and actually, I think that Luna's a really nice person. I don't think she'd drive me mad. We're both strange. <laughs> we, we, no, I, well, you know I'm really peculiar. Um, <laughs> I think Luna would be a really great friend to have, yeah. I think she'd definitely listen to all your problems and then help you with them. And yeah. I can imagine, like, sitting in the Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff or wherever, um, common room. <laughs> Like, sitting next to a fire or something, just, like, plaiting her hair all the way around. I can just imagine that. Oh. I don't know. Just... Oh, yeah. I feel like she's the kind of person who would like to put flowers in people's hair. <laughs> like, special flowers that, like, keep away... Nargles. Whatever. Like, yeah, the nargles or, like, the things in the air or something. Raxbert. Raxbert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think she would definitely do that. Um, would you like to hear an impression of Luna? Because uh, go on then. I've been trying to get an accent okay. or an impression in every episode. Um, because we've just been talking okay. about Nargles and Raxperts, I'm going to use that. Um, okay. It's a charm, actually. It gives away the Nargles. Um, oh my gosh, that's so good. <laughs> thank you. And then uh, for the Raxperts one. Raxperts, your head's full of them. Oh my gosh, that's actually really impressive. Thank you. Do you have any unpopular opinions? Oh, uh, I feel like... I don't know how to say this. I feel like I would totally love to have some of the animals that Hagrid has had before. Right. Like, I mean, I know they're really dangerous, but especially just reading about them. I feel like they're just... They, they seem such cool creatures. <laughs> I, how, I just feel like people blame Hagrid too much for liking these interesting creatures. Yeah. I think... Are there any in particular that you would like to pet or to look after? Um... A dragon. I... It's just... Like, I see, like, a lot of, like, 
pictures of dragons and they're all just really majestic and then i mean obviously they're really life-threatening but i feel like if you tamed it well enough if you're like a dragon tamer or like a dragon whatever charlie is <laughs> they'd be really cool to just sort of study and yeah okay that's interesting um i think hagrid do- does get too much hate though yeah hagrid hagrid's just trying his little best mm. and yeah. I love how you said he's a little best instead of just his best. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, I realised <laughs> because... that. Like, a second after I said that, I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> because his best his best isn't anywhere near his as best. good as other people's bests. But his, I know. But his it's best... Just, yeah. It's good enough. It's good enough I mean, for considering, us. considering he got expelled in his third year, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not many people can say that they've been expelled from Hogwarts, but then again, it's not exactly a good thing to say that you've done. Yeah. The next few questions are where some unpopular opinions start to come out that you didn't realise you had. Um, so just okay. warning you in advance. <laughs> in your opinion, okay. who is the worst Harry Potter character? Oh, there are so many bad characters. <laughs> okay, so I'd say either... Umbridge or Snape. Um, oh. I think I probably, probably Snape because um, the reason for Snape's evilness is much more petty than Umbridge's. Um, Umbridge is just sort of evil and like she's more hateable than Voldemort, but I feel like Snape is even more because he's a grown man who's picking on this child. This child who has been abused all his life anyways. I just hate Snape, like, so much. That is an unpopular opinion, but I do see where you're coming from. Yeah, I do sort of agree with that, in a way. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's interesting. So who is your favourite character? Oh, gosh, don't make me do this. Oh, this is... Okay, I'd say probably Neville, um, because he's just, like, this poor boy who's, like, made fun of so much, Mm. but then he turns out to be really cool um so i'd say probably neville because he seems to have the biggest like character like up uh, like character uh, what would you call it like transformation his character yeah there we go that, Evo- evolution he he evolves <laughs> into... character evolution <laughs> do you have a top five or is it just <laughs> neville because you seem to find it oh, difficult uh, i think it's just that I have characters that I hate, characters that I like, and then characters that I kind of like a little bit more. I don't think it's very clear. I'd say I quite like Remus. I feel like we don't get enough of Remus, especially after, like, Sirius died. I would have liked Remus to be a bigger part of Harry's life once Sirius died. Yeah, I completely agree. I think he's just sort of disappeared into the shadows a bit after Sirius' death. I know, and then there was this moment... Well, in like the seventh book, you know, when you kind of hate him, and I just feel like he didn't deserve that. He didn't. I don't know why that was added. I'm oh, sorry. God, I'm going to so write a letter much. to J.K. Rowling. I'm going to say why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but yeah. I mean, it's like ca- character development. It shows, you know, not not everyone's perfect. It was kind of harsh on Tonks as well. It was just yeah. Like, poor Tonks. I do agree. Moving away from you a bit and just sort of away towards the ship cast, okay. I think. Just away. Wow. Um, have <laughs> away. you listened to the other ship cast episodes? 
Um, I've listened to most of them. I haven't actually got around to the later ones because I've been binging this one that I've got to finish but before a deadline. Okay, so I listened to uh, Drury, Romine, Shombridge, mm-hmm. and yeah, those those three. Okay, so what's your opinion, first of all, on Drury? On the ship or on the episode? The ship. Or, and, and then the episode, if you have an opinion on it. Um, I think Drury is a great ship. It's a stupid ship, but it's a great ship. Because it's, you know, that it, unlike some, some, some other ships, there's kind of canon backing for it. Because, you know, Harry does sort of stalk Draco the entire sixth book. <laughs> True. So I think, yeah. Um, I, I think on the episode, it was pretty it was pretty good it, it went through a lot of theories but yeah i think it was pretty it was pretty um what's what was the word uh it delved quite deeply into it okay yeah so it's quite thorough is that the word yeah cool. thorough. yeah so um drowry and then oh yeah so did you have an opinion on, on the episode itself oh no you just said that um wow <laughs> i'm i'm so i i honestly i have the, the brain of a shrimp oh gosh <laughs> like newborn shrimps you know how tiny they are you can only see them under a microscope that's how small my brain is oh my gosh i didn't know how small i didn't know they were that small yeah I baby mean, newborn, are newborn tiny. ones yeah but newborn yeah, ones are even uh-huh. smaller <laughs> <laughs> well surprise surprise they're not exactly going to be bigger are they nah um Imagine that. That'd be, yeah, that'd be weird. It's sort of like shrinks and then it just sort of disappears yeah, when it dies. I, yeah. <laughs> that'd oh, be weird. Gosh. Oh, oh, we went to we went to a different different place there. Yeah, we sort of went into the philosophy region of, or even not even Harry Potter. <laughs> it's the animal world. Anyway, um, yeah. Back okay. to the podcast. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Romione. So, what's your opinion on the ship there? Um, I think Romani is cute. Um, I don't ship Romani as much as lots of people do. I feel like I feel because I haven't read the Harry Potter books in a while, and I have been rereading them. And you know, the more I read, the more I sh- ship them too. Okay. They're just pretty cute. Um, and their characters contrast. I think they're a great pair. Okay. So you think they kind of like complete each other? Yeah, like like Yin Yang. Yeah, just like that. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> just in person form. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Do you have any opinions on that particular episode? That episode was pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then Thumbridge. Thumbridge is a great ship because um, they both suck and they both... <laughs> um, love torturing children for some reason and that was the that one sentence in the fifth book where Filch said Umbridge was the best thing that ever happened to the school mm. um which I feel like is probably a, that's a bit of an exaggeration there Filch but <laughs> I just think I think they they're both terrible I feel like they would work together mm. Also, the movie sort of really makes that ship really prominent. Like, where, yeah. where Argus sort of receives these heart's chocolates and thinks they're from Umbridge. So the movie really 
backs that. Yeah, David Yates definitely really shipped them, I think. <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything yeah. to say about that particular episode? Um, yeah, I think I think it was pretty good. I think I, 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 it, it was really, there was some interesting things that you said. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Cool. So back to the couple again. Um, what would you say to anyone who doesn't ship the couple? So for anyone who's forgotten, that would be Voldemort and Professor Quirrell. You know, if you don't ship them, then... I mean, it's fine. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone can ship these two, especially... It's kind of a repair, but I feel like if you haven't watched a very Potter musical, then I can understand you. But if you have and you don't ship it, then I have nothing to say to you. Um, oh, okay. I don't even know why you wouldn't ship them because it's cute, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I understand it if you don't because it's it sort of ruins the plot of the books because then Harry would not be able to defeat Voldemort. True. That's a very inspiring message to the non Quirrellmort shippers. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, final question. If you had to ship mm-hmm. the couple, well, the two people in the couple, with anyone else, who would you choose? Probably, you know, Voldemort and Bellatrix. Mm-hmm. Um, Quirrell, I would ship with Kildare Lockhart because I feel like they both suck so much and they just deserve each other. That's an interesting um, one. So. <laughs> would you like to explain Quirrell... it more or is that really all you have to say on that? Just I mean... <sighs> It's they're both Ravenclaws, at least that's what J.K. Rowling said. Also, the Gilderoy Lockhart is really like bold and really self-confident, and I, I mean, Quirrell's sort of the opposite. He's yeah, he seems a little conserved sometimes. I mean, we don't really know much about him, but the little that we do know about him, he seems quite conserved. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And then Bellatrix and Voldemort, we sort of discussed earlier. But um, yeah. they've always been there for each other, I think. I think um, yeah. Bellatrix is always trying to do something to help uh, Voldemort. So. Mm-hmm. I think the main thing about that ship is that Bellatrix definitely would do anything for Voldemort. But I think Voldemort just doesn't think of Bellatrix in that way. I don't think that Voldemort can think in that way. I think he's lost all sense of... Love. I mean, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Bellatrix does have a crush on him, but then um, no one ever knows. <laughs> it's more like, because she does have a husband, which makes me slightly uncomfortable, but then again, <laughs> I doubt that her husband would object to her ending up with Voldemort because he's also a loyal supporter of him. Yeah, exactly. I don't think she's the kind of person to be faithful anyway, so. Nah, nah, definitely not. Do you have anything else to add before we end it? Uh, it's been great coming on. <laughs> oh, thank you. Great. Well, um, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. It's been really fun chatting to you about Quirrellmort. Um, did I say uh, that right? Thank you. Yeah, Quirrellmort. Okay. I, I don't think there's a specific way to say it. Quirrellmort or something. Uh, something strange. <laughs> I mean, Quirrell. Does anyone call if you do please send us a message please, please tell me why you would do that <laughs> yeah if, if you do um dm us on instagram or on uh harrypottershipcast at gmail.com because we would love to know why what, uh, what is the reason this, behind it 
but like I said, thank you so much for coming on. It's been really great to chat to you. And thank um, you for having me. Oh, and I really hope you enjoy <laughs> listening to it when it's released onto the internet. Oh gosh, I feel like I would cringe so much. And um, actually, I remember at the start, um, I think it was episode two. Once that had just been released, you said to me, "Please, can you make them longer?" I have been gradually because the most recent episode, episode six was three minutes longer than all the others. Mm-hmm. Just to pause uh, the episode a bit quickly here, um, just for a few moments to give an announcement. Hello, it is Future Jess, presenter Jess from the future. I've just finished editing this episode and this one is actually around half an hour long. So I have been, and I will can probably continue to release longer episodes and actually, I don't know if I've, I can't remember if I've said this yet, but episode 10 will have a new theme tune composed by our brilliant, wonderful theme tune composer. I've been collaborating with her um, and creating a really wonderful theme tune. It actually sounds really professional now. That will be ready on episode 10 and episode 10 will be a mega episode. I have around, I think it's over two hours of footage to edit down, which will be irritating for me. Um, but yes, episode 10 will be a mega bonus episode and I really hope that when it has been released you take your time to listen to it because it's going to be a great episode. Sorry for that really short but exciting announcement and let's get back into the interview. Any last words? Uh, bye. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Before I get into rating the couple out of 10, I think I hate Quirrellmort a lot less than I thought I would. I hate to say this, but I think I found Voldemort a partner. I think this is actually a really great ship. Hmm. Giving it a rating out of 10, though, is difficult because they're such evil characters. I think it's not based on the characters or the personalities, though. It's it's based on purely the ship. So I think I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because I actually think they'd be great together. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Harry Potter Shipcast. That's all one word to be notified in advance of which ships we'll be talking about in the next episode. If you happen to have any questions or suggestions or even just ship ideas, you can DM them to us on Instagram or you can send them in to harrypottershipcast at gmail.com. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will listen to the others and the next ones. I'm Harry Potter. Wait, no, I'm not. No, I'm not Harry Potter. I'm presenter Jess, and you're listening to the seventh episode of Harry Potter Shipcast. I'll see you next episode.